on this episode of Shooting the Shit with Sands. Fuck, this should be like episode 86 of Shooting the Shit with Sands. Um, yeah, I did like five, six episodes that I hated. Your grandparents, bro? My grandparents. I hope your grandparents are dead when I say this. They are useless, okay? Now they truly are, right? They're in the soil. But there's a reason old people are so into politics. There's a reason. They have nothing else to do. And, and who the fuck? That's why you don't ask uh, a Grammy over there, hey, Momo, what's your thoughts on the election? You don't. Because you're going to judge your grandparents and you realize that they were like 10 years old when the fucking civil rights movement was going on. And then you start going in a rabbit hole of, are my grandparents actually racist? Uh, Red Washington football team. Excuse me. I date a black woman. I do not say those things. I'm more woke than you. baby I am who I am my name is my name and god damn I'm not deleting this one welcome into episode fuck this should be like episode 86 of shooting the shit with sands um yeah I did like five six episodes that I hated uh man and it was just like I don't know Lack of thinking I was doing well, being funny. Um, a lot of that shit that y'all really don't give a fuck about because y'all think I'm hilarious, right? I don't know. It's very weird, but I came in here so motivated, so ready to go. You know, we're still at the start of 2022. It's time. It's time to get rolling, right? I've only been at this for what, a year or so. Shit. Yeah, we got a, we had a year year in August, I believe. So, hey man, listen, I've been at it for a year. I'm gonna keep rolling. I kept doing that thing again where it was like, you know, you don't make a video for a little bit and then, I don't know, you just stop making them. And in the back of my head, I'm going, I want a podcast so bad right now. I want a podcast so bad right now. And, and guess what? I didn't and I should have. I should have been potting this whole time. Even like little videos, like I said, I should be popping out the what happened with Antonio Brown video. Instant hits. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, you know, I and I also feel like I'm against I'm against the YouTube algorithms. They're against me. They don't like cursing. They don't like any of that shit. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck YouTube. And look, see, right there. I put myself in a bad spot. At least YouTube kind of lets you do your thing and you don't get taken down like Instagram's punk asses, right? You don't get censored as bad. So it's fine with me. Fine by me. I'm not on here talking political talk, okay? Not on here swaying people which way, all right? You know what I think of those people that talk politics all the time? I feel like people that are obsessed with politics, they're... Not, I'm about to go on a rant, probably. 
I was thinking about this today, and it randomly now it just came up. It randomly came up in my head, bro. Those people that ran about politics all day to me are purposeless and useless, and they think that them watching the news makes them have a purpose and a use in life. You're fucking useless, bro. You, you having an associate's degree and being uh, educated on politics doesn't make you a fucking genius, dude. And another thing, informed and educated are two separate words, okay? Unfortunately, they're probably synonyms, but they're two separate words. They're useless. Our fucking grandparents, your grandparents, bro, my grandparents, I hope your grandparents are dead when I say this. They are useless, Okay, now they truly are, right? They're in the soil. They are useless humans. They're fucking just floating around you, right? And I hope I offend you by saying that they were useless on their way out, right? Old people past like 70, right? My grandparents are in that age. They have two purposes. They watch the news and they fucking love their family. Maybe they don't. Maybe they're degenerate grandparents that you've never seen. But there's a reason old people are so into politics. There's a reason. They have nothing else to do. And, and who the fuck? That's why you don't ask uh, a Grammy over there, hey, Momo, what's your thoughts on the election? You don't. Because you're going to judge your grandparents and you realize that they were like 10 years old when the fucking civil rights movement was going on. And then you start going in a rabbit hole of, are my grandparents actually racist? Okay? Okay? Maybe that's me. Maybe that's just me, though. Maybe I'm the one that has these thoughts and nobody else does. Right? I don't know. I have nothing else to think about in fucking Louisiana. Right? Oh, the other thing I hate in Louisiana, by the way, is sports radio. I'm hearing this guy on the radio before the national championship game going, I, I don't want to watch it. Watching Alabama win national championships just hurts my pride. What pride? Where did this Louisiana sports fan pride come from? What? The dude with a birthmark on his face led you to a Super Bowl when the city was collapsed? Guess what, motherfucker? That didn't build the city up. Vince Lombardi's dead. He didn't hand build the city back up. That was the workers. What pride do you have in these sports? Birthmark man over there with the large mole on his face, 5'8", motherfucker, he was a 9-7 and seven quarterback half his fucking career. Okay? What pride do you have? Joe Burrow led you to a national championship recently, so now everybody thinks they should be a contender. Bro, do you not remember the Les Miles fucking days, bro? You couldn't beat Bama every year. He's eating the fucking grass on the field. What did he do for you? What did he do? Why are y'all prideful? Where are the Saints at? They're at home. They're at, we eat the Bucks twice. Congrats on your regular season fucking trophy, bro. You didn't even win the division, dog. I fucking hate y'all. I hate everything about Louisiana, except the food. I hate all the obese people. I hate fucking old people, like I just said. Old people have been overrated since the dawn of time. Just because you're older than me does not mean I owe you something, okay? Remember that. Just because somebody is fucking half dead and has realized... There's nothing for them to care about. Does it mean you owe them something? The world does not owe them anything. 
I worked all my years, bitch. So did everyone who has ever lived. That we are a barcode. You scan my shit on the back of my head, I clock into work, and I fucking get my money to pay my rent and keep my lights on. You did the same thing I did, buddy. And you did it when you could get a fucking gallon of gas for a quarter. How about that? You could be on a fucking paper route and pay all your bills in the goddamn 50s and 60s. Alright? Fuck old people. Have we covered the basis? I think I've covered everything. How are y'all doing today? Huh? How are we doing? How are the bitches and hoes? How are the man whores? How are we doing? Y'all slinging dick? I know the whores are getting their pussies ate. How Are y'all slinging dick or what? So I need to know. Alright, I hope y'all are doing well. I am doing fantastic today. I, to this day, for 28 straight tries, god damn it, get this phone out of here, I've tried to tighten this fucking thing up, so when it starts jiggling, fucking ignore it, because I have to, okay? Fucking ignore it, because I have to. Now listen, on the podcast today, we're talking NBA, we're talking the Miami Heat, buddy, we're talking the Bucks playoff preview, almost didn't get it out, but I did. The PPP. No, that is that is BPP, you fucking moron. <laughs> I was going to say a fucking uh, PPP loan joke. Wouldn't have worked. Antonio, I was about to say, Antonio Brown needs to take one of those out because he's about to be broke. All right? He's about to be broke. Oh, golly. What a day. What a day. Horrible day today for me. It's my Friday, though. I'm chilling. I held in a shit for four hours today. <laughs> I know. TMI. I think I've gone over this on this podcast. I am 26 with a fear of shitting in public. And I don't know why. I don't I don't want people to, like, you know, look down under the stall and see my shoes and then see me in the fucking grocery store and know my... I don't want them to know me by my shoes. I, I'm like the opposite of these fucking shoe collectors. I don't want you to know me by the kicks I got on, okay? My beat-up Adidas, okay? I'm not wearing the Jordan 1s, bro. Quit looking at my feet, pointing at me going, that's the guy that literally made me puke because he took a fat shit in there. That's why I don't do it. So I held it in, came home like a real man, and let it loose. How about that? First, first 11 minutes of this podcast, this is what you came for, right? This is what you came for. And now it's quiet because the AC's off and I feel like I'm screaming and I will get a noise complaint. Don't care. <sighs> All right, guys. Listen. I'm sorry for not being there for you guys. I know you miss me. Okay. I know you do. All right. I miss you guys too. Okay. So what we're going to do is, after this intro that I just fucking rambled on, for about 12 minutes. We're going to get into some sports. Because I got to I gotta calm myself down. Because I just want to rant. And I'm sweating. In this fucking classic eyes. I got the gold chain back. And, like I'm, look, I'm looking clean as fuck. I think I'm going to take this off. So you can see me more. You know this is kind of in the way. I think I'm going to take this off. So you can see me. And then we'll get down to the nitty gritty. Of the matchups. Okay. Let's get to it guys. We're here. We're back. Let's rock. All right, guys. So here we are. I'm going to bring the stats up while I'm sitting here. So I'm getting text. My shit's popping off. 
I'm actually crying. Okay, here we go. Alright, guys. If y'all hear my phone going off, these motherfuckers won't stop texting a group chat. It's pissing me the fuck off. Anywho. The Bucks versus the Eagles. It's an interesting matchup. I don't believe in those odds. I don't I don't look at it that way. Because do y'all remember the I believe we were a double digit favorite over the uh Redskins. Washington football team, excuse me, I date a black woman, I do not say those things, I'm more woke than you, okay, and this is why YouTube hates my fucking channel, <laughs> anyways, the Washington football team, and I compare the two quarterbacks, they're not similar in talent, I'm not saying Taylor Heineke and Jalen Hurts are similar in talent, they have the same running ability, I think obviously Jalen Hurts is a better runner, and the offense is designed for him to run. But we got torched by Taylor Heineke. Absolutely torched by Taylor Heineke last year. And it was scary. Almost lost in the first round. Are there is their defense even close to that in the pass rush? No. I'm honestly not worried about a pass rush, but we also have Donovan Smith playing NFL football. So we have to worry about something to that to that regard, you know? In that regard, you have to worry with number 76 on the field. You do. There's going to be holding calls, fucking everything. But with Tristan Wirfs, Ali Marpet, Ryan Jensen, Alex Kappa, we're good. Okay? We're good. Um, You know, and uh, I don't know if Stinney, he may, he may start. I don't, I'm not sure if they put him in as a starter. Uh, I know they were switching snaps these last couple games and shit was scrambled up. So, um, yeah. Anyways. This game is going to come down to, to me, one thing. And I think everybody knows it. Can the Eagles run the ball? Can the Eagles run the ball, open up their intermediate short passing game where Jalen Hurts will kill you? And is Devontae Smith going to get loose? You know what I mean? With this playmaking defense, I believe we can force Jalen into some bad throws against the Blitz. Or it's going to be a perfect counter for them to use that... that uh, What the fuck is it called? Am I stupid? What is this called? The read run pass option. Hunter. RPO, Hunter. Jesus Christ. Have I watched sports? Yes. Um, the run pass option. I think it's going to... It may be a perfect counter for that, right? Think it's it, it may set him up perfectly. Mostly sending Devin White. I believe you throw to Devin White side every every possession, every play, right? Because you're talking about the guy that's going all the time. We rarely send Levante on on blitzes. Devin White is so goddamn fast and so good at finding. That's why he's such a good player. He is he is he is not a Roquan Smith in the sense that he is an elite. I mean, elite uh, pass coverage guy. But in the sense that he he's still talented. He's still one of the best middle linebackers in football to me. And I think he's still so young that you can't judge him right now. You can say he's been great, and he does have flaws. I'll never say he does not have flaws. I know that. But that's why Levante David is so complimentary to him. They're complimentary to each other. You got a blitzer run stopper and the all-around, to me, the most underrated player in all of football in my eyes at a like skillful position. Not like... uh. 
you know, because even I think Vita Bay is, but those trenches guys are all underrated to me. Does that make sense? I really think all those trench guys are underrated. But it's going to come down, can they run? Can Lane Johnson, Jason Kelsey, can they get those holes open up the middle? And what I've seen is, is from what I see, my eye test, I could be wrong and Eagles fans, if y'all watch this, all one of you or two of you that watch my fucking channel, right? You can comment on this. What I've seen, y'all run a lot of middle schemes. Kind of like hoping the guy stays on the edge to defend Jalen and really do a lot of inside zone work. Now, I could be crazy and my eyes are fooling me. I don't see y'all going outside that much unless it's with Jalen. The outside runs have killed the Buccaneers. I need to find this clip on Landon's show. I told him early in the season, like week six, week seven, maybe these crack tosses and outside stretches were murdering our defense. Cause we are in our three, four, you got two pass rushes on the outside that really aren't looking to defend the run. They're hoping to collapse the damn tackles on top of you. So you really can't get outside anyways. So you're kind of in your O lines ass. But other than that, we're not very good at stopping the outside run, man. You can say contain the edge all you want. If they're pass rushers, don't they contain the edge? Bro, listen to me. Containing the edge is such a complex fucking phrase to me. It's like, if my pa- if Shaq Barrett, who led the league in sacks last year, I believe, right? I think he did. If he is a sack leader, I'm not going to... I hope he doesn't contain the fucking edge. I want his goddamn ears poked back and get into the goddamn quarterback. But he's rushing from the outside of a 3-4. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. That means when your ears are pinned back, containing the edge is literally your your low-key kind of mushing against the run, but not really, but you kind of are. But when you say go, he's doing inside spins. He's doing inside... There's no inside moves if you're containing the outside. You don't even fucking plant a foot in the inside, right? You try to go just outside, go around him and shit. We're not doing that shit, okay? Jesus. That's the one key thing to me. I have not read any updates on Cyril Grayson at all. It looked like a bad hammy pool when I saw it. I didn't read any updates. I just got off work. I haven't read anything, all right? I've been mentally preparing for this goddamn game, okay? Because if I got to hear fucking Chris's mouth, friendships will be lost, Okay. But the other individual matchup that I'm very interested in, there's really two or three, um, but I'll go with the two that I'm looking for. Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson versus that D, that front seven. Because listen, I respect everybody on that damn Malata. Is that his name? I respect everybody on that fucking offensive line. I believe that offensive line is easily a top 10 group in football. I do. I really do. So, for instance, if I was making, uh, to make a reference, I think the Buccaneers wide receiving core, all healthy, A.B., Gronk, Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, is the most talented group of individuals on a football field in a position group, right? Now, I also look at a front seven as a collective. Does that make sense? It's kind of a broad stroke thing, but I think collectively the Buccaneers front seven is a top five group and maybe the most talented. No bullshit. Like their level to me is what the Cowboys O-line was like when Travis Frederick was there, Tyron Smith was in his prime, 
all that shit. Zach Martin was just getting going, right? That old line was fucking crazy. That's what I think of our front seven. I think they're fucking crazy. To me, you got the most underrated player in all of football, Levante David, Devin White, Shaq Barrett, Ndamukong Sue, who's still going and is still fantastic at his job. You got Anthony Nelson, who's having a hell of a season coming in for Shaq Barrett, JPP, like, man, and obviously Vita Vea, who was also one of those underrated guys. Once again, I don't think trench guys are quote-unquote underrated because I think they all are. Does that make sense? They're all underrated, unless you're fucking Aaron Donald. Everybody looks at Aaron Donald like he's a middle linebacker because he's so talented on the line. But, yeah, I think it comes down to that defensive line, that front seven versus that offensive line. And I want to see if their running backs can pass protect. I want to see it. I want to see if Gainwell can pass protect. I want to see if Miles Sanders can pass protect versus Devin White. I want to see if they can pick up blitzes that Todd Bowles is going to throw at him. I think that's huge. And I think it's huge to see if Jalen can get out of the pocket and make some plays. I think it could be, and I'm going to get to my other matchup. I think Devin White coming on the blitz is something that the the Eagles have to target, right? Because I think Devontae Smith is an amazing route runner. If Sean Murphy Bunting's out there on him, which I hope he's not, I hope Carlton Davis is on him, he's probably going to cook him. He's probably If you got one-on-one coverage with Devontae Smith, it's going to be a hard night. I would throw at Devin White's hole the whole time, not his dick hole or his asshole when he blitzes the hole in the defense. See how that works out. But Jordan Whitehead has been playing incredible he is somebody that has not been talked about with Antoine Winfield out this dude is playing free safety and strong safety he has been incredible incredible what game was it was it the was it the Jets game I it it was the one before that I believe the one after the fucking Saints stomping but I talked about this on the the one of the 12 podcasts I recorded he had like five tackles uh, in an interception in like the first quarter. He was going crazy. So I think he has kind of gotten into his role as the ball hawk heat-seeking missile that he is, you know? And now we get Antoine back. We get Shaq back. We get Levante back. And I think it's going to be interesting to see the run game. Nobody runs on us. We're averaging 22 run attempts on us a game per year. That's like, almost, I think it's last in the league. And we're going against a team who's running for 160 damn near every game. Right? And that's what they want to do. And the thing is, I want to see if Nick Sirianni, like he adjusted his whole game plan for the whole season. I want to see if he can adjust that within a game. I want to see if he can go, this shit ain't working. Let's stop running on first and second down and let's try to set some shit up. You know what I mean? That's one of the big things. You have to see if they'll do that. And we have to contain Jalen. I will get to... Well, I'm kind of going over both. I was like, I'm going to get to the fucking... The Eagles. I'm kind of getting to the Eagles, right? Because I think the Eagles have sneaky playmakers, man. I truly do. I don't think they have weapons. I just think people look at their receiving core like they're nobodies. You know what I mean? Like they're bums or some shit. I really don't. I'm not saying I think they're like top tier... But I don't think they're just ass, you know? I mean, shit, right now, without Mike Evans on the field, we we have a way worse. I mean, Rashad Perryman would be the number one, right? And to get to that point, 
Darius Slay versus Mike Evans. You're talking about a corner who has been arguably the best in the world at his position this year, Darius Slay. Arguably. And what I mean is Jalen Ramsey is like, he don't, you can't rank him because he's so much better than everybody. And then number one is like Darius Slay and then Tredavious White before the injury, shit like that, right? I think he's right there. I think he's one of the best in the world and has been for a long time. And Mike Evans really, I hate to say this, even though he's had some great games against really good corners, I don't know, since the Tom Brady era started, I think Tom respects defensive players more than people give him credit for. Like, Tom ain't looking over on on Mike Evans' side because Darius is on him. Why would he look there if I got Gronk, I got other guys on the back of, or the second, third strings, you know, on the, on the depth chart, which is actually really smart by him. And their, their linebacking core deficit is going to be a huge hole for Gronk. I, I'm in for all the Gronk player props on Sunday. I'm in for all of it. Whatever player props he's got, I'm looking at him. I truly am. I'm not even trying to shit on their linebackers. They're terrible, though. I think they've given up the most yards and receptions to tight ends for the whole season. They, if, if the Eagles are playing the tight end, they're just going off because their linebackers just aren't that good. You know? But Darius Slay versus Mike Evans is a huge matchup. If Mike Evans can show a flash... You know, get one of those goal line touchdowns, one of those fade routes on him. Get a big play like he did in the Super Bowl to open up. Uh, I think the second, it was one of the drives. It was, yeah, it was, I forgot what drive it was. It really kind of kicked us off and got us our, our ass in gear um, against the Chiefs. That one where he came across the middle and ran up, almost scored. If he can do just a couple plays on Darius. We don't need him to go crazy. We don't need 100 yards from Mike Evans. We don't not to win this game. Absolutely not. We have to run the fuck out of that ball. And our offense is set up to take some shots and see if we can get somebody busted open. And I think Mike Evans is underrated almost in every part of his game. People just look at him as this big, he's big and possession catch. He is a route running machine. He is way fat. Didn't he run a 4-5 at the co- a combine at 6-5? Like 225, 230? You're talking about a freak. Talking about a freak of nature. I think a 37-inch vertical. Like, And Mike Evans is still that dude. First wide receiver ever. With eight straight 1,000-yard seasons to begin a career. Ever. No, 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 T.O. Not Randy Moss. Not Jerry Rice. Mike Evans, man. And he's one of those underrated players, too. And I, I'm not saying that everybody on the Bucks is underrated. I think that we've been bad for so long. Tom Brady came, and now he's the shining star. Rightfully so. He's the greatest player of all time. I think some some other players get undervalued. Truly do. think that they, don't, they talk about Tom Brady and that offense. And Mike Evans, they just go like, yeah, he has Mike Evans, Chris. They talk about as a group, but an individual player like Mike Evans... Truly, God damn, teams wish to have a dude like that on their team. You know what I mean? He's one of the best receivers in the world. I think he's top five at his position. And he don't get talked about like a top five guy. 
And even if he ain't in your top five, he's right there. He's six or seven, and he don't get talked about like that, and you know he doesn't. But that's a huge matchup. And I don't know. I'm obviously, I, the, the eight and a half point spread is kind of nuts to me. I think it's going to be close as fuck. Going back to our first matchup against them, both teams were kind of, we kind of got worn out in the, the fourth quarter to me, and we played hella conservative. I'm not even going to blame it on energy. That's a pussy, pussy shit. We played so conservative in that second half. Tom Brady was like 100% throwing the football. No, he was like 14 of 14 at one point in the first half, and then we just stopped throwing the ball. We just started running because we got a two-possession, three-possession lead on him. Like, what the fuck is happening? What the fuck are we doing? And then they came back, made it close. It was a really good game. And I don't expect a game that close. I think we'll win by a touchdown, but that's still a close game. I just truly believe it's going to be about containing Jalen. I'm not scared of nobody running. Nobody's ever ran on us. You know what I mean? I'm not scared of anybody running on us. They have a, a mediocre running defense. I'm just not scared of anything they do in particular. But for some reason, they scare me. Does that make sense? I don't think the Eagles are scary. But that's why they're scary. It's, it's a team that's found their groove at the perfect time in the season. The perfect time in this, the, uh, during the season. At the very end, they started catching their groove. Whole turnaround by Nick Sirianni. Shout out to Nick Sirianni. Other than that press conference, what bad do you have to say about him? Nothing. Everybody gave, gave up on Jalen. I shit on Jalen too, though. Beginning of the season, I was like, y'all believe in a quarterback that's thrown 150 times. The fuck are we doing? Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think Jalen's some amazing quarterback. But I think he has grit. He has the intangibles to win. And he's just a fucking gamer. Can't tell me he's not a winner. Can't. Can't tell me he's not a cool-ass motherfucker with some swag, and he plays with swag, and he has a cool play style. But, yeah, I think it's going to be the turnover battle. If we lose a turnover battle, and I'm not one of those dudes that thinks you can't win a game while losing the turnover battle. If we lose that turnover battle, bro, it's going to be a hard night. Because if we're turning the ball over against that defense and it's not Darius Slay on some bullshit jump ball, we're fucked. We're truly fucked. Now, if they lose a turnover battle, I think that's part of the course. I think we stomp them. But if we lose a turnover battle, goddamn. I think we can still win, but we are in for a tough night and I'm going to be biting my nails to the fucking skin. Right? I will. Yeah, and I also think another matchup is the just the the wide receiver corner matchups are so interesting to me. I think Carlton Davis is a very aggressive press man corner that will or might get toasted by Devontae a couple times. If Jamel Dean sees the field, I'm calling a touchdown. If I see fucking 35 on that fucking field on Sunday, touchdown. Touch, every time they snap it, touchdown, Jamel's out there. Touchdown, Jamel's out there. I fucking hate Jamel Dean. He runs like a 4-2, 4-3. But that motherfucker thinks he can catch up to a ball that's 70 yards downfield like the goddamn Bugs Bunny game. Y'all ever play that shit on CartoonNetwork.com? Bugs Bunny game, bro. Throw it to your goddamn self. You go run for it. That's what he literally thinks. He thinks that he can do that shit. And it's sad to see. But I'm ready for this game. 
and my official prediction for the game. Buccaneers 20, no, Buccaneers 31, Eagles 25. Some weird score like that. I haven't even seen the over. I bet the over-under is probably around. Um, I'm about to look. I would say the over-under is probably around 48, 49 and a half. Let's go look. Let's go look. Bucks versus Eagles over-under. Let's look. 48 points. Yo. I have this shit in my head now. Like, I can just predict lines of games. It's very odd. It's very odd how I can do it. I'll take the over on that game, though. I really will. I think we scored 30 with ease. I hate to say that, but we do. We scored 30 with ease. And that means they think the game... I can't even do math. They think it's going to be like, what, 28 to 20? That's crazy. 29 to 20? That's terrible. It's a terrible fucking score. But yeah, man, I just can't wait for the game. And I think another underrated aspect of our team is our defense, you know. And this is my last point. It's been 20 minutes. The underrated aspect to our team is our defense. We are giving up only 20 points a game. And our offense scores 30. Our offense looked like it was sputtering, right? Sputtering? The last couple weeks, Tom Brady's averaging 34 points a game the last three games. Remember, the Panthers are the number one defense in the league. Talk shit about all the teams. It doesn't matter. And I do remember the Saints game. Their defense, Jesus. What's his name? Allen. I want to say Bruce Allen. That's not his fucking name, I don't think. But he used to be the Raiders head coach. Dennis Allen, I believe. Hell of a defensive coordinator, if that's even their defensive coordinator. I think it is in the in fucking New Orleans. Um, he has a hard time against me. Always will. Just he had those games against Miami and New England. But remember, this defense is talented. They're the reason we won a lot of our games. People forget that in our Super Bowl run. Rodgers had the ball three times, three extra times in the second half, and we stopped them and we clamped them. Held the the Chiefs to ten points in the Super Bowl. Stopped them. Clamped them. The Saints' defense made huge plays. The whole run was based on this defense, man. I think people forget that shit. And you shouldn't. Okay? So after this, I'm going to get into some Miami Heat basketball, bro. Let's fucking do it. And just NBA in general. Let's fucking do it. Talking about John Morant. Let's fucking do it, bro.